Okay, we are recording. Uh, not much was added to the topic list this week. What do you want to talk about? Uh, or you want to just like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't know. So we could, um, I mean, we do have more Twitter doing stuff, Elon reinstating Trump and all kinds of other. I'm sick and tired. We've got Trump and Kanye. um, And we got Colorado Springs, but I mean, it was a holiday week. Not much happened. What I, I mean, we could just do movies and books for a whole show. What do you want? I did watch a movie recently. Hold on, let me get the name of the movie. Okay, wait, okay. wait, because I, I just look. I know this is not normal. I did watch a new movie. Okay, um, uh, hang on, I gotta get the name. Um, the hell. Uh, well, he did fire the Disney CEO. Okay. That was. But it, it, it actually, you know, most of the stuff's talking about how it's related to the tech, you know, streaming wars and all of this stuff. And I still can't figure out how the hell they lose money on. They, 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 actually, no, I do know now why they're, they, 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 for some reason ordered. You, you want to do a thing on streaming? Yeah. 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 Let's yeah. see. Let, let's, let's start putting together the plan. Uh, we'll, we'll do a but first. Realizing what, what sets the beginning. And so we do a but first. You want to do a like uh, streaming online media or just online media? What, what do you want to call it? Yeah, we can to- talk about what's going on with this with the streaming world. I mean, th- 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 that was a big. Th- 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 all of that came down to what the hell's going on with with streaming. That's the reason why. Okay, so we got a but first. We got a streaming. What else? What else? We one, yeah, one more well, big it, section. It is is Orion in orbit finally? Uh, didn't it do the moon thing and is already on the way back? No, it's supposed to stay there for a whole bunch of days. It's a 20 some odd day mission. Well, the whole thing's 20 days, but I thought, okay, I don't know. Like, uh, I guess I thought, no, it's supposed to Look stay in orbit. Uh, I, 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 you know, I thought it was going to stay. I mean, it doesn't take, it takes four days to get there. There's like 30 days. I didn't, I, mean, I, I thought, thought it was just gonna... asymmetrical or whatever. I, I, I have not paid enough attention to know. Let's do, oh, you're, uh, I mean, I Ryan. cannot believe you. You are, you're completely derelict. As long as it I mean, doesn't I've been trying blow to understand up. It. it has not. I mean, I heard the press conference the other day about this. Yes. It's just four hours ago. Okay. Or Artemis 1's Orion spacecraft enters orbit around the moon. Yes. The milestone occurred just before 5 p.m. on Friday. Okay, so yes. It is now in orbit. It's going to stay in orbit for a while. It's not just, you know, it's 26 days. It only takes four days to get there, four days to go back. I don't think they're going to go and, like, I don't know. Visit Mars in the middle or something, and then come back. It, it's staying in orbit. They could just they could just take the scenic route home. 
I, uh, there is no scenic route home, Sam. I, I I looked at the I, I I looked at the mission map thing. Yeah, it's staying in orbit there for a while. Okay. And it and it's and it's you know, it, 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 unless like Marvin the Martian takes out his little gun or something. Well, that would be interesting. <laughs> yes, if if we have an encounter with Marv the Martian and Porky Pig and Daffy Duck show up. And, you know, we're battling for planet X. Exactly. That would be, that would be kind of cool, but I don't, I'm not expecting it to happen. I, I don't, I don't see why not. <laughs> I mean, you know, why not? I mean, what the hell, you know? Wait, here's so, yeah, um, Okay. So, so it is in. Okay. Yes. It's well, actually, no. Okay. No, capsule. <laughs> For two more days, reaching a maximum distance on Monday, North. Spend a little. It, it yeah, it's going to be a week in orbit. Here it is, exactly. Yes, right. Fine. Okay. Fine. Fine. So, you know, I'm looking know at some of these like orbital diagram things, and they've obviously simplified some. Oh, or something. You think? Well, I would hope. <laughs> I, well, you I mean, think, I wouldn't. They, have... could, they could show the little thing around the thing. Well, yeah. Okay. Anyway, anyway, uh, but Orion is streaming. They're streaming, yeah, stuff. and, and oh, no. I will include this at the beginning. Wait. So you've already talked about that. What else? <laughs> and I watched. Oh wait, I, I uh, let me and, and movies. Yeah, movie watched. Do we do you, do we want to do a butt first and then a whole like media thing where we each do two? Uh, let's see. Because we don't have a, well, a hell of a lot else going on. Hold on, hold on. I'm trying to, well, maybe. Yeah, sure. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, where the hell is the name of the movie? It's not that one. It's not that one. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> it was, it was a free movie on Apple TV and I'm at Apple TV right now. And I know you just can't came- even find the movie you watched. You don't even remember the name. It was that good. I know the actress. Um, Causeway. 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 Okay, there it is. Okay. 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 Yeah. So, so we'll do, we do a butt first. Okay. Okay. Let me. We let do, me do the streaming world. And then streaming is a natural intro into us both doing a couple media things. Okay. Sound good? Um, yes. Okay. And that's a plan. Okay. Sound good? Yep. Okay. Of course, now I have to think of a media thing to do that. Uh, sorry, a but first thing to do that is not a media thing because we're going to do the media later. Okay. Sure. <laughs> okay. I'll figure it out. Hold on. Well, let me add this thing to the thing. Um, da, 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 da. Okay. Are we ready to begin? Are you cleaning the vocal cords? <laughs> okay, that, I don't know what that is. <laughs> it sounds like a duck of some kind. Like it sounds like one of those duck whistles. Oh, oh, duck, duck whistle. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It sounded like a duck whistle on my end. You know. Well, that's those they use for hunting. I am a duck whistle. 
Okay, here we go. Welcome to Curmudgeon's Corner for Saturday, November 26th, 2022. It is 314 UTC as we're starting to record. So, Pi! Yay! Pi! I'm Sam Mentor. Yvonne Bo is here. Hello, Yvonne. Apple. Apple. Apple what? Pi. Oh, Pi. Yes. The, uh, Brandy made three pies for Thanksgiving an apple, a pumpkin, and a shoe fly. You know, we did not cook anything for Thanksgiving. We basically, we, uh, so. Uh, oh, and by, by the way, our agenda, but first, and then we're going to talk about online streaming and then we're going to do like media reviews because it was a slow news week because it was Thanksgiving. Okay, Yvonne, talk Thanksgiving, but first. Uh, I mean, we, you know, so our Thanksgiving, um, it involved, uh, a couple of turkeys and, uh, uh, okay. The, uh, our traditional pork. Okay. okay. Um the, the the slow cooked pork. I got to tell you. Man, that slow cooked pork was so good. Much better than the turkey. Now the turkey was really good. Don't get me wrong. Mhm. One of my sister made, but holy smokes, uh was the was this slow cooked pork just ridiculously good. Okay. I mean, I, I just 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 delicious. And so and that's usually a traditional thing. I mean in Puerto Rico we do we've always celebrated Thanksgiving. I mean since well I mean well I've been you know you know what well, well I've been alive it's been always traditional and we always have our little thing of like uh extra foods or flavors that we add to the thing. Uh okay. but we do there is this um I mean, I hadn't seen it offered anywhere before. And one time I was in Puerto Rico and I was going to go get a turkey and I wanted to get it stuffed and they got the regular stuffing. And I'm like, eh, I really, I don't really like this stuffing. So I go and I ask this guy that, that, you know, prepared turkeys and stuffed them. And I said, listen, can you stuff it with mofongo? Now, mofongo is this mashed plantain dish. Oh, okay. Okay. That we do. That is, it, it's, it, it's, it, they are more solid than, than potatoes okay the the the, the mofongo and it but it is a mash usually you put it in a broth also of like chicken and whatever whatnot so i say figured hey turkey chicken mofongo stuff that in that stuff it in that some bitch you know <laughs> see how the hell this comes out okay and so it came out very well and now i know it's something that's very popular but i know that I, I know that when I came up with the idea, they looked at me like I was crazy. I mean, that one time that I asked for it. And now I've heard that it's it's actually, uh, you know, pretty normal that a lot of people ask for that. Um, so, yeah, you would get that. And I will tell you, it's a lot more. It's it's way better than any of the usual stuffing that you get. Oh, my God. That's just, you know, it, it's just, it, I, I, you know, those. You know, we do the, the the plantains, whether we do them fried, boiled, whatever. I mean, they, they just they have a really good texture and flavor. Ah, I love those. I mean, they're just, you know, I used to just sometimes just for a meal, just get the fried plantains like mashed and just with slices of cheese on top. 
Hmm. I don't. Oh, I, 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 I've had plantains occasionally, but it's been many, many years. I don't remember being super impressed, but I presume I just didn't have them properly prepared or whatever. And that if probably if, if I went know, to like your dinner with this stuff, it would be great. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. It, 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 you know, preparation does make a difference. Sometimes some people make them. I know that they sell these bags of like plantain chips. And a lot of them are yeah. really lousy. I mean, they're terrible. I mean, some of the, a lot of them are just not very good. They don't do justice to what the what a proper fried plantain should taste like. It's not even close. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. sometimes I'm like, what the hell is this crap? You know, um, some are good, but but still, even those that they're, they're made into like kind of like a chip that, that it doesn't really convey the the right flavor. So we were mm-hmm. doing that. I mean, I don't know. So we did Thanksgiving. And work. Um, I mean, what else is there supposed to do? We did not cook. What? Uh, my family, everybody else in the family cooked. There were desserts. There were cheesecake. There was a, there was a plain cheesecake. There was also, uh, there, there were also a whole bunch of like local pastries. Like we have these like uh, those little chief stuffed little like flaky thingies are delicious. I don't, I can't remember what they're called. They're called uh, pastelitos. We had like, uh, there was a, there's some kind of chocolate, chocolate chip cheesecake as well. That one was really good. Um, uh, but, but you know what? I actually, I will say the, the supermarket near us here makes fantastic pecan pie. Okay. Now I love my mom's pecan pie and I think it's better. But the one at the supermarket right by us is very close. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so I I went, I was like, honey, no, we're not cooking. Just, you know, get, get the pecan pie. It's fantastic. And it, it was, it did not disappoint. It's delicious. Um, okay. Yeah. So um, I, well, I, I did with, that. Uh, the, you know. the thing with our Thanksgiving for, I think, the third year in a row, my daughter, Amy, and my son, Alex, have decided they're going to spatchcock the turkeys. Have uh, you know of this? Okay, preparation I, I had to look that up because your 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 wife, wife put that in it. there. Yep. Yes, and I uh, on, Facebook, on Facebook, and I never heard I never heard the term before uh, of of spatchcocking. Now I, I think I understand what it means. It's like it's like a butterfly cut of the turkey. It, it, it is a type of butterfly cut. Butterfly cuts are used for a lot of different meats right. and things it's it's a specific type that's used on poultry where you basically take out the backbone and mm-hmm. uh and some other stuff and so it can be flat and so like my son read about this saw a youtube video something like three years ago decided they had to do it and both myself and my wife are like we're not having anything to do with that but the kids have done it together for the last three years um and uh of course with Alex recording with Alex recording video that will eventually turn up on his website about eight ten or years. Ten or years. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it, it, it has come out good each of those years. I, I mean, like the main advantage of this, I mean, the, the fundamentally the, the, it comes out the same as if you'd cooked it a different way. It just, it cooks a lot faster. So for like mm. the same Turkey and the same effect, it like cuts the time. Well, yeah. Half. If you do a butterfly cut. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the one thing. That's why most people, do a butterfly cut in some ways in order to yeah, have the, mean, uh, uh, meat cook faster. But it, here's the one thing about these things. Look, faster is not better. Okay? No, no, I it, be honest? 
Like, it, 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 it depends what you're doing and all that. It came, it came out great. No, no, no. no. Most for me, listen, listen. It's not that it's bad. Don't get me wrong. And, and and I understand the convenience of it. But look, slow cooked beef. And oh no, I I, I hear what you're saying, and like versus it, versus the faster is way better. It it, it, it requires de- a lot of patience. It depends and a the lot of work. Fact that you're doing it and, and the amount of work. Well, like the main thing that happens is that the 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 beef is always more tender, soft. Yeah, no, and that that's the it, whole theory behind like the sous vide stuff and all that kind of thing yeah. too. And you know, but you said convenience. Like as far as I can tell, this is not more convenient. It's less time, but like. The actual process of like removing the time. I mean, you got to put stuff. a turkey in the oven. I mean, how many hours does it take to? Cook yeah, I know, I know. But oven? like the, the whole like pulling the bones out of the damn thing and like, I, I, it it seems less convenient to me. Like in terms of time, yes, it's less time. But in terms of the amount of work you have to do, it's actually more work. Well, I'll tell you what, my grandmother, but, but she yeah, rested but I am not, I am not one to speak, of course, because I am completely the one that would be like, my hey, yeah, well, hell yeah. I, I know I'd be like the one saying, <laughs> can't we just go to fucking Denny's for Thanksgiving? Yeah, yeah, like, I know exactly. You know, yeah, exactly. What, what's with all this stuff? Yeah. You know? What's with all, what's with all this shit? You know? Yeah. You know, um, you know I, but, I, I but, but, you know, having said that. It, it, you know, it, it turned out very well. You know, we had my mom over, we had, uh, m- my daughter's boyfriend was here for, for the meal. We had, uh, you know, then we had the Turkey, we had the, um, mashed potatoes. We had a green bean casserole. What else was there? Uh, uh, creamed spinach. I, I really like creamed spinach. There are, there are a few, you, you know, that there, there, there was a bunch of good stuff. I ate lots of food. It was fun. We had the people over, you know, uh, and, and so, you know, um, yeah, it was fine. And I, but I like my portion of the preparation was just helping to get a portion of our house so that like you could actually walk you around, sit down and you know, and sit down. And yeah, that, that was my portion. I had nothing to do with the cooking and stuff. Like the spatchcocking was the kids. The rest of it was my wife, you know, and they enjoy that stuff. So, Hey, if they're having fun have, with it, that, you know, fun. Hey, yeah, beautiful. I mean, what the hell? That's the whole, I mean, that's the whole point. I, I, you know, my grandmother did, um, you know, a, a turkey that was boneless. And what mm-hmm. I mean by boneless is that, look, it looked, it was the shape of a turkey. You could carve it, you cut it up, but she went and she removed the entire bone, stuffed it, and then made the turkey. Okay. And the, uh, uh, you know, the one thing is, look, when you went to carve it, you could just slice straight down. There's no bones. That was like really cool. I loved her boneless yeah. turkey. And that yeah. thing took a lot of work to make that happen. Okay. But it was it was damn good. I got uh may she rest in peace. My 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 grandmother was amazing artist in the kitchen. I mean she she came up with dishes and things and stuff so creative uh the cakes uh the the uh, oh my god any like any just oh my god she made these stuffed chicken breasts that were just i i've never those are the stuffed chicken breasts my grandmother made are the best stuffed chicken breasts i've ever eaten ever anywhere mm. nobody surpasses those uh 
she did it with some, I, I am sure that they must have had 1 billion calories. Okay, whatever the hell she was using to flavor that up. But it was worth, <laughs> it was worth every calorie that you consume. My God, she's, they were delicious. So anyway, uh, yeah, so we, uh, I ate, watched football. I came home. I, I did not I watch also, football. I, I figured you did. Uh, no, you know, but uh, but uh, I watched soccer first. No football, no World Cup, no nothing. Football, no, no, I, no, no football of either type. I, I watched about 15 seconds of the Macy's Day Parade and about 15 seconds of World Cup as I saw them like pass by on something. And that's about it. That's it. 15 seconds of the parade. That's it. Jesus. Yeah. I didn't even put on 15 seconds of the dog show, which sometimes happens on the dog show. There's always a dog show, like the, the annual dog show thing after the parade. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, I never watched that shit. Like, I, I haven't I, watched. When I, I, was I, will, kid, I, I loved watching the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. I got it. My, my, my mom, Puerto Rico, too. My mom yeah. watches that thing every Thanksgiving and sends us like. I was going to say she live tweets it, but of course she's not on Twitter. She was texting the family chat with here's what's happening in the parade right now. And I'm like, okay. Yay. I mean, I've been, I, I, I have to admit I've been to that Macy store and I've seen like the setup, but not the parade, but, mm-hmm. uh, but, but, you know, hey, Macy's not what it used to be like right now anymore in any retail anyway, but you know, but that was like kind of, it was, that was cool. But you know, I, I mean, yeah, when I was a kid, I loved watching it. I, I don't, I have not watched it. I'm pretty sure in like, since the eighties. Yeah. We went, we watched none of those things. Like there was no, like, I don't know. And, and it's not like, you know, for, it's not like there's Thanksgiving music or something you put on in the background really either. I mean, well, you really wind up putting Christmas music. Well, yeah, we didn't do that yet. Like, we'll put on the Christmas music I, on Christmas. But well, yeah. you know, we we you know, <clears throat> I mean, I, I know that we're behind you on this department, but we we did put up the tree. Yeah, you're you're, you're several tree. years behind. I mean, what? Yeah, the fuck? exactly, exactly. You know, you, you know, so you're we, slow. Like, so we, we've had we, our we, tree up for years. Exactly. So we we did put up the tree. Uh, you know, uh, and uh, and uh, you know, we put up the tree. And, and Juana did put on some Christmas music, so we were listening to Christmas music as we uh, as we put up the tree. And as Manu basically reluctantly agreed to stop playing on his Nintendo Switch and put um, put ornaments on it, mm. <laughs> Manu, you got to put these on. He's like, ah, all right, fine. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess it is that time, and this is why you know, look, we, we're. This is going to be a slow show. We're we're entering that season of the year, <laughs> like, and uh, well, wait, wait. This is yes. because, but let's say, let, let's be clear about this. Can we say that this is an effect of a Biden presidency? Because if it well, had that been, too. yes, <laughs> you know, there, there was not there was not a season of slowness for several years. Yes, right. And so this is you know. Heaven forbid the effect of the Biden presidency, and thank God for that. Uh, you know, I mean, because even the economic news and stuff, or whatever stuff is happening, and there are things, and, you know, but but it's not, you know, nobody uh, is. Uh, I, I don't know. It, it, I, I don't have a president like 
threatening to, you know, uh, praising like white supremacists somewhere. We do have the ex-president doing that. But, of course. You know, he's meeting with them and having dinner. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, we don't have that kind of stuff. Like, I, I mean, w- w- what I was going to say, and you are right. There was a, uh, there was a time where we did not hardly ever get a week of relief. Although even then there were a few slow periods. They were just few and far between, but you know, this is the time like roughly from now till the end of the year where things tend to slow down everywhere. I mean, the, yeah. the news is usually a little slow. Things at work are usually a little slow. Well, my, co- my company closes for Christmas. You know, it's just, you know, we're, we're, I have to look at the calendar right now, but yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, we're closed, you know? Yeah. So- we're, we're my company is not going to be closed. However, you know, new initiatives basically all wait till January. You're sort of on, maybe you're doing a little preparation for next year. Uh, you're, you're doing all the things that you need to do to keep things going. And there, there are other parts of my company, which has a significant retail presence that are of course, very, very busy. Well, it's, that's <laughs> but, the busiest time of the year for them. Yeah. But that's not, like where I am in the company, you know, where I am in the company, it's, it's like, we're, we're sort of on a glide slope where, you know, not a hell of a lot is going to happen between now and the end of the year. And certainly the week between Christmas and new year's is nothing, <laughs> nothing at all. You know? No, so, yeah, I mean, I, I know that I, I've been at companies where I've had to, it's not been off time and I've had to be, working during that time period okay because it's not we're not closed and so so there is you know i can't you know uh well generally speaking i do not take off the week between christmas and new year's but i know it's going to be an incredibly slow week and it's not going to be a lot going on and so i end up kind of maybe taking partial days i don't know It it depends on what's going on but like it's like you're I do there. prefer when it's totally closed. And, and the other thing that I, I do prefer is like uh, being in a um, in a sales job where um, we it, it, <laughs> the fiscal year doesn't end on December 31st. Right. Which is just that, you know, I've had that. And that's just horrible because you can't that week is actually busy. Mm. You know, th- there's just no getting around it. You that mean if the is, fiscal year does end it? December. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. You have to deal with, you know, taking care of shit, you know, around those days. You know, there's there's no real time off around the holidays. Maybe after New Year's, you could like swing a couple of days, but not not, definitely not. Not then. That's for sure. So. So anyway, um, of course, now that we've talked about how slow it is, something is going to absolutely like go nuts next week. You know, I mean, uh, look, or, or I mean, even, it, or it even in the be time slow. period between listen. us recording it and the show going out, you know, listen, like we used to we, during the Trump administration. Remember how many times we would record on like a Thursday or Friday, and I'd have to put in notes in the damn show because when I put it out Saturday and yes. Sunday. Yes, because yes. like massive stuff would happen, and I'd be like, you know, I'm sorry that the boing, moon exploded, boing, boing. you know. <laughs> But we didn't know that when we recorded no, we, the wait, show. Wait, wait, no, we did not have a moon exploding. That we, there was a TV show. There, there were, like, yeah, there were a few shows that had. No, there moon. were uh, the one that I I was remembering. There was this one that where the moon like left orbit, yeah, and like became like a ship of some kind. Do you remember that show? 
I know that I looked it up the other day. There, uh, there are the there are called. several shows over the years that meet the description you just gave. It has I been revisited. I don't think any of them had the moon into a ship. I think it was only one. I don't remember multiple of them that the moon turned into a ship. Okay, well, yeah, there was Space 1999. That's the, the it. Yeah, that's the really old show. The moon yeah. was not a ship. The moon left orbit, and they had a moon base well, on it. Well, but they were blah, traveling. Blah, blah. Well, yes, they were traveling on a ship. Up, but the, there, there were other, like, moon does one thing or this has been and actually i remember we talked about this on on the show and last time we talked about it we looked up there's a wikipedia page about a list list of shows where the moon blows up or goes out of orbit or whatever and there's like 30 of them and we actually went over a bunch of them we so we have covered this topic on the show although it has been a while it, well, it's been, well, now that we've got a ship arriving back in moon orbit, it's uh-huh. more relevant again. <laughs> I mean, you know, we haven't we haven't sent one that's capable of sending humans out there in a long time, right? Yes. Um. Okay, so anyway, here is the article. Well, I'm not sure it's the same article, but here's. I think it might be uh, Giz- that we talked about years ago. Who destroyed the moon best? A Gizmodo article from September 2012. Ah, yes. Yes. Uh, they, t- they talk, they talk about a Looney Tunes episode. They talk about space, 1999 star blazers, uh, um, a movie from 1980 or a comic book from 1980. I don't know. With something from 1982, Akira, Dragon Ball, Amazon women on the moon, a Superman episode, I guess it's uh, in the comics. Um, Mr. Show, Cowboy Bebop. There was a Seven Up commercial. I, I I can go on and on. There's a, there's a whole bunch of these. Like uh, the blue destroyed the moon in one way or another. I mean, you know, it, well, it is a common theme. The Earth, the moon. You know what the hell? I mean, Earth, moon, whatever. But yeah. Anyway, my my point. Oh, well, what was I was going to say regard, regarding yes. all of these is that also yeah, who I cares about my Kim, point? Go ahead. Yeah. No. Well, no. Before you make your point, and I'll allow you to make your point, but Kim Jong Un was if out I with remember. his daughter. <laughs> Kim Jong Un was out with his daughter, so therefore, oh yeah, that, that happened. Sign of something. Well, and, and there was a wedding at the White House. Oh, and there was a wedding at the White House. Look at that. Yeah. There you go. Like how important your point could be if you forgot it. It was something about we used to be interrupted a lot and blah blah blah. And now it's well not. Well, we're we're interrupted. Well, we well well I interrupted you now, so therefore you can get used to it. <sighs> yes. So there will undoubtedly be some massive news event now that we're talking about how boring it is. So and- our office, my office, will be closed from December twenty third, Friday. You know, Friday returning to office reopening on Tuesday, January third. Basically, nice. My place does not do that, but the reality for the sixteen years I've been there is that nothing of significance happens that week, and most people take that week off. And if you are one of the people who does not take that week off, it's a ghost town and you have very little to do anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And so especially with working from home, my, I imagine what that week will look like 
is basically there will be no meetings. Everybody can't. There will be no meetings scheduled. You'll check your email, the one or two routine things you do. And then you're like, okay, I'm working from home anyway, so I'm done. No, that you happens. Know. Well, believe me, that, I remember when that happened at the office. I mean, really, it was like, whatever, what, what are we doing? We, we, you know, we, you know, we had like a potluck dinner. We went out for lunch for five hours. I mean, I don't know, whatever. We've, yeah. I, I mean, it, obviously if something's going on and something, then you do what you need to do. But like the reality of that week is that that's very rare. Most of the time you're just like, there was it, one week it, it, where if you're clocking in, you're just clocking in and not doing shit anyway. You're going, nothing, not because you're being malicious, but because there isn't anything to, nothing do. Thing to do. One week about 10, a little over 10 years ago. And uh, our, our, our head of finance at the office basically decided to start uh, an alcohol happy hour in his, in his office. Uh-huh. And oh my God, we got so freaking blasted. Like everybody. And then there was this one guy that I don't know. We didn't know very well. I mean, we had merged with this other company, so he was kind of new. So uh-huh. he came in, and I guess he shouldn't have been drinking. I think he had like one drink and he was like basically like drunk. And we were like, oh shit. And then all of a sudden his wife called him. And his his wife called him and he puts us and we're all on speaker and we're already hammered and we're like you know, the wife, as she hears us drunk and having fun and like all of a sudden making jokes about the call, gets completely furious at him. Okay. Just starts telling him, what the uh-huh. hell are you doing? And and I, 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 I did do the part where, because he was just such an idiot that he's staying there. I don't know why the hell he answered the phone and put him on speaker. I actually dragged him out of the room and pushed him out and closed the door. So it was like, not all of us just giggling, laughing at this disaster unfolding in front of us, which we. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now to be clear, and then let's move on. Uh, you know, I mentioned it's kind of slow from now all the way to the end of the year, but the really slow week is the one between Christmas and New Year's from now till then is sort of medium slow. <laughs> you know, there's still stuff going on. There's still stuff you have to do. There's lots of preparation for next year. There's this stuff going on, but it's I not on a meeting. like, right now, my God, you know? I, I will say that my, my week is not going to be slow. I, this will not be slow to Christmas break. I, I, I mm. yeah. Yeah. I, I've, I, I've generally felt like December, Thanksgiving to Christmas is medium slow for me. You on the year, but it's like, it's it's just not the heavy level of intensity. I guess what's what's the most intense part of the year usually for is the spring probably. For me? For no, for me. For but me. For me it's like uh, oh, okay. For uh, me it's for usually me, the spring like, is the most inten- intensive part of the year cuz people are really pushing on things and then like and then people go on vacation for the summer and it's sort of back up a little bit in the fall and then down for the winter. that's roughly like it it really varies somewhat by year. Like, and I've moved from different orgs and it changes depending on the culture of the org you're in. But I'd say if I had to put like the cycle on the year, the spring is the biggest, busiest time. Fall is second, then summer, and then winter dead last in terms of how much is going on. The end of every quarter is very intense and our quarter ends next week. Because you have a quarterly cycle for everything. 
Yeah, but but yeah. the end of the fiscal year, which is in May, that's you know take it up a whole bunch of notches. That mm. just gets insane. Yeah, that that month is nuts. But you know, anyway. Okay. All right, let's move on. Let's take a break, and when we come back to remind you guys of the plan, we are going to talk about streaming stuff because Yvonne. There was some stuff with Disney, and Yvonne has stuff to say, and we'll chat about streaming. We haven't done that in a little while. And uh, then our last segment will just be Yvonne and I reviewing movies and books and crap that, you know, we'll probably do two each or something. Anyway, (sighs) that is the plan. We will be back right after this. Alex and the West. Bang Alex and Dad. Gaming videos and more from Alex. Elementary school by day. YouTube by night. AlexMZilla.com. AlexMZilla is A L E X M X E L A. And dot com is period and then C O M. Okay, here we go. And basically, we're talking about streaming and stuff because we're sick of talking about Twitter and Elon, even though more has happened this week and blah, blah, blah. And it hasn't self-destructed completely. It hasn't gone down. But we talked about that for like weeks straight. So we're done with that. So no more. I've mentioned it. That is enough. Um, And so I guess let's start with Disney, Vaughn. What happened with Disney? Well... Here's what happened. Disney announced uh, earnings recently, okay? And they they missed expectations, okay, badly. Th- th- that was a problem. Um, especially because revenues had grown. Um, and they had grown in important segments, like uh, in parks, you know, and entertainment or whatever. But look, the, the problem, the key problem, was related to streaming. Okay. Disney, you know, two two over two and a half years ago really launched their premier product for streaming, Disney Plus. Okay. And Disney Plus right now has if you you know Disney right now if you combine the, the fact that they own two thirds of Hulu, which they're trying to actually buy the other third from Comcast and ESPN Plus is bigger, has more streaming subscribers in total than Netflix right now. And they came from nowhere two and a half years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and when Disney launched the streaming, to me, it was like, look, this is a no-brainer. They already have a A massive library that, you know, everybody wants, okay? And they had started taking it away from all these other providers in order for them to be able to monetize it better. I don't see how this thing could lose money. But what's happened over the last, you know, several quarters is that not only has Disney managed to snag 250 million subscribers, but at the same time, it's been losing an increasing amount of money on streaming, you know, nonstop over and over and over. And the losses have picked up. uh, And it really seems that a big part of it, uh, was and I've seen this in this is impacting other companies. It's impacting the same reason why all of a sudden AT&T decided to spin off Time Warner and why Netflix all of a sudden slammed the brakes on stuff. 
is that everybody had been going crazy buying content, right? Mm -hmm. And for reasons that I have no idea why, because Disney already had plenty of content, uh, their CEO decided to just increase that investment in content by so much money that there was just no way to make it back. Okay. Which is interesting specifically for Disney. Like you can understand like, like Netflix or somebody who didn't have a big back catalog and was, they were always being criticized for not having a good selection. So they wanted to build up new stuff and get people coming for the new stuff. Disney had such a robust back catalog that people were going to go for it, even if they made nothing new at all. Right. I mean, <laughs> you know, right away without announcing anything new, they got a hundred million subs in the first few months. Now, some of that they did like start off with a bang with a couple new things that were right. Disney plus exclusives, but you know, you could create, continue to create new content at sort of the same pace you always did and just add to that back catalog right. conceivably rather than trying to like, accelerate spending for some reason in a yeah. crazy amount. And, and, and so, and I, and I think that this is an issue right now with all of these media companies where they have gone, they, they, you know, right now this year, it's come to a head with almost all the tech and media companies where they had just been like bidding everything up, 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 up to the moon. And all of a sudden they started throttling back. And the one thing is that, Was a potential theory of this just sort of that, I I don't know, you want to sort of boost the growth against all of these other competitors so that, you know, you you outspend them, you you make them fall back, and then you are the clear winner. I I think, yes, I can see that theory, I guess, but the bottom line is like you're ending up in a world where people are going to go to the ones of these that have the particular shows they want. And lots of people are ending up with multiples. Um, and I guess like the, the thing that's different with Disney, which makes you wonder why they were playing in the same game is again, like pretty much if you got kids, you're going to want to have Disney plus, yes. <laughs> you know, I, whereas yes, like an idiot not to have it. Yes. Whereas like, Netflix or the HBO thing or whatever, you know, you, you may be joining because there's a particular show you want to see that season. And so you hear about all of these people who join the streaming service, watch the show they want, and then dump it until the next season comes out. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, but you, you, you don't really hear about that as much with Disney plus. No, I mean, I, ha- I, I did hear a couple people saying they were going to do that for like the Mandalorian or something, but like most people, who get it are going to just stay with it. Yeah. My son keeps watching stuff in the back catalog on Disney that I, I forgot existed. Like for example, they got guardians of the galaxy. He's now so mm. guardians of the galaxy. And that wasn't new. That was before the, the Disney plus was out and the old star Wars movies and all this other stuff. To be honest, he's not really that much into the new stuff. He right. really is watching mostly all old catalog stuff that's on Disney plus. And so, I, but here, but here's the main thing about this: the, the the damn thing that everybody with this whole damn move to streaming and it, it, look, Disney also owns several linear networks. Okay, and so the one thing about this is is this whole thing. It's the same problem that we were talking about a few weeks ago about advertising. Okay, mm-hmm. you know how the money. You know, there just isn't an unlimited m- amount of 
of advertising out there to chase, you know, for companies like Facebook and Google and everybody. Okay. Well, here's the damn thing. All these people have been subscribing to cable. Yes, they are losing subscribers to cable, but the reality is that look, they're taking that damn money and they're spending it on the streaming. But a lot of people are coming finally to the realization of what we had said many times before. At the rate that they are racking up charges for Netflix, Paramount Plus, and, uh, you know, Hulu and Disney Plus, and, you know, all of this shit all, all differently, it's like, damn it, you're winding up basically fucking paying for the same shit you were paying for the goddamn cable bundle in the first place. Yeah, you're playing as much or more. I mean, for the longest time, like I, I was saying, yeah, I remember back years ago saying on the show that. I was doing better because, you know, I only watch a handful of shows at a time and I I watch them really slowly. So I watch them slowly. I just buy them outright on Apple, like one season at a time. And, you know, and I'm fine. But then a, a few things happened. One is that just for myself, like I real once we hit presidential election time, I was like, well, God Damn it. I want my fucking news. You need live. <laughs> I need live. I, not for anything else, but I I like live news. When there's breaking news, I want to watch it. When there are debates, I want to watch it. I want to watch it live. And some of, like, and the news networks have been somewhat stingy in terms of, like, what they allow you to stream live without, like, being part of a paid package of some sort. Right. Um. So I got... YouTube TV so that I could get my live channels. And frankly, I watch, if you, if you look at it, they offer a thing where they sort the channels by how much you watch them. So it's MSNBC, CNN, BBC world, (laughs) world, world news, specifically BBC world news. And that's it. Like those top three are the ones I actually watch. And then there's all kinds of shit below that. Like I get like, you know, however many channels, but I don't watch any of them. You know, every <laughs> once in a long while, I'll watch like Jeopardy uh, on one one. I, I guess our ABC affiliate, but that that's it. You know, um, but that was one thing. So there's a chunk of money for that streaming package. And then, meanwhile, my habit of watching only a handful of shows very slowly over time does not match my wife's habit. <laughs> Right. My wife has random shit on the background all the time. And she likes the kind of stuff that she doesn't have to pay full attention to. So she can do other stuff at the same time while she's watching it. And she likes to like, just surf around what's available and then pick something and then, uh, and then binge watch it for a day or two and then move on to something else. And for that, my model makes no sense. You're not right. going to pay 30 bucks a season for some cheap shit you're going to watch once and then throw no. away. No. You know, no. You know, like if 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 I'm doing that for some show, I'm going to pay lots of attention to, I'm going to like watch one episode at a time and I'm going to sit down, turn out the lights and watch it and not do anything else. Okay, maybe. But like for the throw away, have something on in the background while you're doing stuff, I use news for that. <laughs> My right. wife watches it puts on like miscellaneous random shows she picks out for that. And so with that, we, yes, we now have, we, we now have Paramount plus we have Disney plus we have Hulu. We have, um, uh, I don't know. However, many more, you know, um, I, I, I got, I got uh Brit box 
for watching an old doctor for watching old doctor who with my son um and they've got all kinds of other stuff but the only thing we watch on it is the old doctor who you know and we and and i don't know I, i i've lost track of how many of these services we have each of which are somewhere between you know at the cheap end, it's like five bucks a month. At a high end, it's like twenty bucks a month. The 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 pa- the YouTube TV thing with the live TV package is like fifty bucks a month. I, I forget exactly, it, but it adds up. And you are absolutely right. We are paying more than we ever fucking paid Comcast. And for you know all of this all over the place, you know, because you got, you got to manage the subscriptions all over the damn place anyway. I mean, you know, it's a pain in my ass. I to do this like right now. Uh, I mean, I, I, I just really, this whole damn thing has been in terms of money, you know, all these people like, you know, lay, we're going to go over the top of whatever you're going to save money. No, we're not saving shit. Well, the thing is, of course, the, the, the industry is structured in a way that they can't allow that, right? (laughs) Like that, if, if you actually only paid for exactly what you watch, no more, no less, these com- these companies would all be like a tenth size they are now, and most of them would go under, and you wouldn't well, be getting I, this volume of content. You know, you discuss your 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 habits of watching. Look, my my wife's and my habits are all completely you know different as well. They're to- totally divergent. Okay, mm-hmm. because if you look at news, I mean, really for news, I basically you're on Bloomberg now. Every day, nonstop, twenty four seven. It's all Bloomberg news. I don't watch anything else. That's all I watch. No, right. Nothing else. I, I mean, that's you know, you you go to my office and there's a Bloomberg. Bloomberg news is on there. I like the fact that they've got this one where it's got the market date on one side, uh, headlines below it. You know, keep you know, it's it, it's always like showing like key information about whatever the hell they're talking about. Oh, they're talking about this stock or whatever, and it flashes all that. It's pretty cool. Yeah, you've raved about them before. Yeah, yeah, they're it's super cool. The whole the the, the way they've got it is super cool. It's, I've got the live video, and I've got the and I've got the data related about what the hell they're talking about at the same time. It's it's perfect. Okay, bye 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 thing. So I I watch that like, and then um um uh, uh basically sports. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which the problem is that for sports, in order to get it, listen, you need really a cable package. Okay. I mean, in order for to get the local sports and all that stuff, that's the main reason why I have the damn cable package because it includes the local sports and whatever, whatnot. And it's the cheapest way to get it. Okay. And, and meanwhile, uh, our anyway. family, that's nothing. Nobody in the family. Right, nobody. Exactly. Sports. So, so that's, that, that's that part. And then, um, you know, uh, I, I watch, um, <clears throat> reruns of law and order. Uh, uh, it's just what I'm bored. You know, they got new ones now. Yeah, I'm watching also the new ones as well. So, so, so I'm watching. uh, There's, you know, I I basically there's number of of lot of linear channels that basically spend the whole night just, you know, showing six, seven, eight straight hours of Law and Order, and I'm just like, oh, here we go. Okay, good. All right, there it is. That's it. Law and Order done. I'm done. That's it. It's either sports or law and order basically so that's me okay but my wife oh my god she just finds all these shows on netflix that she's watching Mm -hmm. i i don't watch any netflix at all i i i don't i think i've watched like one show on netflix like you know last year drive to survive was the formula one thing whatever on there and 
you know, but, but other than that, that's it. I, I, I don't watch any shows on Netflix. I do watch a show. I, I actually, the one that's gotten me with a couple of shows that I've watched has been Apple TV plus. But the thing is I have Apple one subscriptions. So that's already bundled in there. Yep. Apple. Is it Apple one? Yeah. Apple. Uh, Apple well, yes. It's Apple. One. <laughs> Apple. Apple one bundles a whole bunch of Apple services. Right. It's the Apple. One. Yep. Right. Right. Yeah. So, and it's a whole bunch of services I need anyway. So therefore, you know, well, I got that. Okay. Great. And my son watches YouTube. Disney Plus, uh, I will say, I think, uh, yeah, the two most is, is YouTube and Disney Plus. Those mm-hmm. are two that he basically like watches. So basically that requires a whole series of subs. I mean, yeah. it's not cheap. I, 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 you know, they're all over the place. And, and but, but again, the one thing that people are moving, you know, there isn't linear new money that is being brought into this i mean there's you you can't grow above what the market is growing basically and that so my whole thing about you were talking about what what the ceo at disney was thinking when he bought all these programs is like he was trying to look at oh well we'll grow faster than the market we'll grow faster than everybody at this and i'm like look there is a finite amount of that that there is and and like in a whole bunch of businesses at a certain at a certain size, you know, when you already have a quarter of a billion subscribers, growing faster than the market is hard. Okay, it gets very hard. Well, um, and, and also that comes back to like something that I've called out a few times as fundamentally unhealthy mindset, which is you can't have exponential growth forever on anything at a certain point. At a certain point, you have to recognize you are a mature business and you will bring in a consistent amount of revenue every quarter, every year, whatever, but you're not going to grow anymore. Well, but some people believe that you could just invest, you know, it's almost like, you know, your return on investment sometimes on things is just linear and it's just not. I had Carly back at my CEO at HP, like. I know it's been 20 years ago, but that's psychopath. She was like, she thought that you still can't get it, let it go. You, no, you resent her to this day. I resent her to this damn day. She kept thinking that it was like, oh, how do we grow the, the, the sales linearly? Oh, we just hire more salespeople. And with the more salespeople we hired, that like the growth was going to be linear. And we hired thousands of salespeople, and there was no. The, it takes so long to develop a salesperson, and then you gotta ha- give them a a, a, a a territory stuff or whatever. There was literally no incremental growth from all those damn salespeople we hired, which were about four or five thousand at one point. And we got not a goddamn dime out of it. You just split up the same pie more. Yeah, basically. But, but those people can't even get productive that quickly. There may be more of the pie to get to, but it takes a long time for a, for a salesperson to be really productive. And so you can't just like throw resources and stuff and yeah, stuff grows linear. So you can't just, well, we'll buy more content than anybody else and we will grow faster than anybody else. It doesn't work that way. And so I don't know. So, so now he's got to come back and like, I, there was a whole bunch of other management changes and things and whatever, whatnot, you know, what, one of the things that I, I, that I always think is, is is a big problem with a lot of the the CEOs that are control freaks. Like you know, we've been talking about control freak CEOs recently in the show a lot. Um, 
is delegation of authority a whole bunch of times. Um, you know, this guy took away a lot of authority from people that were reporting to him. And one of the things that I, I, I always, I, I think that if you're hiring the right people and you're delegating authority at the right level, you will get a lot more growth by doing that than by centralizing everything. Because centralizing everything, it just slows down decision making. And, and also, it's like the hubris of like, I know better than everybody to make these decisions. And the reality is no. What you need a whole bunch of times is people that are closer to the product and the market to be able to identify things and make decisions faster in order to be able to take advantage of what's going on. And by centralizing everything and taking it up, taking it up, you're, you're taking that away from people. And so I, I, and this guy was, you know, a control freak about that and wanted to, to do that. And I think that that's also impactful on things, but you know, I don't know. Fucking people like to be, you know, I, I hate micromanaging idiots. Okay. Have we stomped out the streaming world? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, bottom line, bottom line, this whole, whole streaming thing, we're going to save money. We're cutting the cord or whatever. And, you know, you're not paying blah, 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 blah. So it's a whole fucking bait and switch. Yeah. I mean, I, I would, it is. I, 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 I would love the world where you could just like exactly pay for what you want what you watch no more nor less but like i said it's the problem is if you had everybody paying a quote-unquote reasonable price that way you would not be able to maintain the whole content production infrastructure that exists today no with everything from all of the different niche channels that are actually subsidized by the big channels you wouldn't you know the whole like multi-million dollar blockbusters for movies, all of this kind of stuff there there's in order for all of that to exist, the whole ecosystem has to exist. If you, if you got it down to like, just let's just imagine a world where a, a producer of a movie or a TV show could only sell it direct to consumer. No other way. Same for a live stream. Like some of them could be profitable in that model, but most of them couldn't be. And so you'd just lose out on all kinds of content that we enjoy today. Well, what it winds up doing is that it's just, it becomes increasingly difficult to get a diversity of content made. And so then it winds up where uh, producers or content are almost forced to uh, only fund like very few like winners must win ones mm -hmm. but then but then that means that a lot of people are going to be like yeah this is boring i don't want this right i mean it, it you wind up losing a lot more market it, it just it, well it's really and you already difficult. have that like you do have that sort of I, I mentioned the big huge like hollywood blockbuster type movies they have there's now a very narrow kind set of kind of movies that can get those kinds of budgets because they have to be sellable internationally. They have to uh, be cross-cultural to some degree. Um, they can't offend anybody, you know, all of this kind of stuff. Uh, and so for that level, you've got a very sort of narrow universe and that's why you get everybody com 
complaining that, you know, we have all of these franchises, where's the unique new stuff? And it's like, you don't take bets on the unique new stuff. Right. And you, and, and you also like, like people complain that where are the quote unquote adult movies? And I don't mean porn. I mean, like, Movies for, <laughs> I mean, mo- movies for grownups with adult if themes. If you guys haven't figured out where those adult movies are, look, <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell you. But no, no, like, you know, there was a sort of class of sort of serious movies that don't get made as much, at least not with budget in the theaters and stuff, but they, they've translated to all of these other platforms and things. They, it's not like they don't exist. It's just they're don't have the same profile. It's it just the, the whole media e- ecosystem is very, very, very different than it was 20 or 30 years ago. And in 20, 30 years from now, it'll be very different than what it is now. It's just. But then on the weird. flip side, we've got all these people on YouTube, basically micro programming shit for people, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it's you're getting that and monetizing that. And you've got these, you, you've got that happening also on the, other side so it, it is it is interesting how like i mean how many man i mean all these people that have half a million subs seven hundred thousand subs a million subs on youtube that uh now the problem with a lot of their content that i see in terms of what's getting put out there is that the main difference between that and say uh a produced program by a network or by a by a production company is that they don't get uh they have like say views but the people don't stay through the whole through the through the videos it it it, it the, highly depends on you know, it, it, it depends on the content but 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 they don't they don't they don't stay as much okay you you know when you have like uh you know, this weekend they were talking about that the highest rated ever uh, uh, NFL football game on regular season just happened yesterday, and it got 39 million viewers. 39 million, a- the average number of people watching the watching it were 39 million people, and that's a three hour plus broadcast. Okay, that right. you've got people sticking around for three hours. Okay, listen, nobody sticks around. On a three-hour freaking YouTube thing, I mean the the percentages that 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 happen that, that do that are very low. Yeah, and well, so it, it, yes, that 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 is true. The the sweet spot for YouTube videos seems to be about twenty to thirty minutes. Twenty to thirty minutes, yes. And so that that's the thing about that is this: you don't and, get and, that. I, and I may be a little high on that. It might be more like fifteen to twenty. Fi- yeah. And so you don't get that stickiness, is what I'm saying, with with a whole bunch of those. That but it, you it, get like, loyal people who you put out that oh, 15 yeah. minute video once a week. They're they will watch week. that 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. oh, they they do, they do. And I, and there are certain people that I definitely will watch. You know that their video every week that comes out. Absolutely, no, no and, doubt. And, and by the way, I, it's been a long time since I looked at these stats because only like you can get them from Apple. But like same same thing for our show. We've been averaging between two hours and two and a half hours. The number of people who make it to the end is tiny. So thank yeah. you for those of you who make it to the end. Right, right. You know, yeah. So oh. anyway, <sighs> all right. Because because so. you know, believe us, we we've tried to be shorter and we fail. This week. I'll say it. We're we're like almost halfway through. Maybe we'll be shorter this time. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. 
We say it's a slow week, so maybe we'll... No, yeah, anyway, whatever. Uh, okay, are we now done with streaming? We're done with streaming now, yes. Okay, and and, and, and you know, believe me, the, these are random. So this is pure coincidence, but for the third time in the last month, this is a break. This is a break, oh yes, this is a break. This is a break, because no one gave me any suggestions. I told you, I told you, I warned you, I warned you. So this is a break. This is a wonderful break, a wonderful break. Yes, indeed, this is a break. This is a break in the middle of Kermudge's Corner. Yes, this is a break. Yes, yes, this is a break, 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 break. Yes, 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 this is a break. Yes, this is a break, 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 break. Yes, it is a break. And now, and now, and now, and now the break is over. And here we are. So, as we mentioned at the top, we are just going to do the media reviews, books, movies, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, Yvonne mentioned that he has recently watched something. He mentioned it to me before the show. So, Yvonne, why don't we start with you? What was the movie you recently saw? Okay, so I recently saw, you You started talking about how Hollywood doesn't fund uh, certain types of movies anymore. and At so, least not to the same degree they did a few decades ago. Right. And so this is something that was on Apple TV Plus. Um, as with Jennifer Lawrence, it was called Causeway. It is called Causeway, not was, is. And this is a story of a person that worked for the army corps of engineers, which is Jennifer Lawrence that was on assignment in Afghanistan and, uh, uh, an IED blew up and she wound up with a very bad brain injury and she got sent home. Okay. Because of that. And, it's a struggle that she had coming home, dealing with uh, family, dealing with uh, just recovery, feeling just out of sorts, just out of place where she couldn't do her job, just recovering from that and having PTSD from the, the whole thing, you know, where all of a sudden, I mean, like she hit a bump with her car and she, you know, had a really bad episode related to that. Hmm. Um, and, and, you know, when she, the first thing that happened is that she was driving her old truck and it, it failed and she went to a repair shop where she befriended the owner of the, of the repair shop who happened to be African-American as well. Well, not as well. That was African-American because she was Jennifer Lawrence's white. Okay. And they, you know, the guy, you know, saw that she didn't have a car, gave her a ride and you know, her car was going to take a while to get fixed because it was an older car and you, they need to get the part need to be shipped and some of the stuff and whatever and whatnot. But they started becoming friends. And, uh, you know, one thing is that she, she told him that she was, uh, that she was a lesbian, that he wasn't really interested, but he was interested more in a friendship. And so they were, they were friends and, you know, he, he talked about problems that he had, that he had a, you know, he he used to be, uh, you know, he had a family, but um, that there was a car accident where, uh, 
one of his kids died. Okay. Mm. And after that, it, it was, well, the, I can't remember if it was like fiance or wife, like blaming him for it, for the death, because apparently the kid had asked to ride in front. And he wasn't supposed to ride in front. And he let him ride in front and he died when he was riding in front. Um, and he wasn't supposed to be. Um, so I think the one thing about it, uh, it's just the, I personally like these kinds of movies. Where the, the sort of dealing a, with like I was saying before, adult movie, but yeah. not in the porn sense, you know, but like not that exactly, it, but a movie that's actually geared towards adults who are interested in seeing something serious. It's not like some you know stupid hero, superhero flick or no you know action movie. It's actually like about characters that you care about and what's happening to them and that that kind of stuff. Yeah, and um, you know, it's not, and it's not romanticized. It's not like you know, you see all these movies where they put people. It's not a rom com well, either. No, it's not a rom com. You know, they they place them in like settings that look real. Not you know, mm. I don't know. I, it's just I, I love like in certain like movie you know shows or movies where they put people like in their apartments in New York. That I'm like, you know, who the hell can afford an apartment in New York like that? Okay, unless you're making <laughs> three million a year, and you're saying that they work at a coffee shop. What what, what are you talking about? What are you doing? Okay, you know, uh, that, yeah, no, no struggling actor lives at that size of a of a place or like, you know, I, I see that a lot of times they, they show that in reality, but no show something more real to what is the, what is out there and dealing with like complicated subjects, because one of the, one of the complexities of the subject, uh, subject, which is one that I spoke with people. I had friends that, you know, uh, that are, you know, that lesbian, how, you know, this entire, uh, issue with uh, <laughs> how the lesbian community, well, some, I'm not going to say everybody, but, but you know, there is, and, and I was reading this, how, how if somebody that is a lesbian all of a sudden winds up in a relationship with a, with a man, how that's looked upon really badly. Hmm. Okay. Um, that bisexualism isn't really accepted by a lot of the more, you know, how do I say it? more? I don't know what the word is for lesbian. They're, 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 by a certain segment of the lesbian community, that that's the right word. Mm-hmm. It, it's not really accepted. It's looked upon really bad. And how, how that's a dynamic that's like really, um, Strange because you know it's it's one thing that I've been talking to people, and I think that that's a lot more in terms of like people right now talking about being non-binary sexually in terms of like what their preferences are, and that you know, a lot well, of not, people non-binary is different. But go, go ahead. No, no, but, I, non, but non-binary. But uh, I'm talking, but not not non-binary. And no, but but it's it also because it reflects. The, there's the, a different. The there's a different. Fluid, there's a different. Yeah. The sexual fluidity is what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, yes, that's a. There's that, a different word for that. That's the, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the sexual fluidity that I'm talking about in terms of like how in certain communities, even like in the LGBT community, that's not looked upon very well inside. The and, and again, it depends on the inside. segment. You, you, there are right. segments who are, feel strongly about that. There are segments that are more inclusive. It's all over the place. But yes, go it's ahead. It's all over the place. But but how that so so that was something that they dealt with there. 
because I've seen that in real life with, with some people. Um, seen that happen, okay, a couple of times, and how that uh, how that's happened. Um, so it, it it dealt. My whole thing is that the movie dealt with real themes, dealt them in a real way. It what there wasn't no Hollywood ending at the end, you know. Oh look, we're all here together, and it's all happy ever after. Um, and it just dealt with it in a real way. I'd say I'd give right. it a thumbs up. Look, Th- if you're looking for, for Causeway, yeah, if you're looking for something that's uh, it's a serious movie. It's not you know the Hangover or something or whatever. If you're looking for something to make you l- laugh, this is not it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you know, yeah, I, I mean, and don't, don't get me wrong. Like I, I, I like me some genre movies as well, and I like them a lot. And there are a lot of serious movies I don't like. Like I've talked on here before about like the sort of gritty 1970s movies just don't do it for me. But like, uh, I, I'm the last one I, I have not last one. I, I reviewed a little while ago, this movie lion, that was a serious movie about the kid that got lost in India. That was like the best movie I've seen in fucking years. Like it was amazing, but it's also the kind that was so emotionally affecting. I'm not going to look to watch it again anytime soon. Cause it was intense. Right. <laughs> but yeah. you know, but it was really, really freaking good. And that's the same thing. That, that's the kind of serious movie we're talking about. Right. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. It, it, it hits you in the heart. It gets you. It's serious. It makes you think, blah, blah, blah. And those aren't necessarily, you know, you're not necessarily going to want to watch that every day, you know, no. but it's good to have as part of your diet. Yes. Part of my diet. <laughs> Hope I don't get too fat. <laughs> yeah. Or order, order the Blu-ray of it and chomp on down, add a little salt, maybe oh. fry it. Microwave it. <laughs> I'm sure yes. that'll be fine. Okay. A- any anything else to say about Causeway? No. Okay. Going to the extreme other end of that spectrum for my first one, the oldest <laughs> one of mine that I haven't talked about is Wreck It Ralph. Oh, Wreck It Ralph! Oh my God, I've watched it too. <laughs> uh, that's a it was from 2012, uh, animated Disney movie. They were talking about Disney Plus. There we go. I'm sure it's on Disney Plus. You can go watch it. It's got a sequel, too. Uh, I have not seen the sequel. Uh, but basically, it's about, like, the bad guy in a video game who doesn't really like being the bad guy and feels ostracized because all the other characters in his video game are mean to him because he's the bad guy. And then he goes off on a little adventure and makes some friends and ends up, like, saving the arcade or something like that. Uh, sorry, spoilers. It has a happy ending. Duh. I, <laughs> but It's a Disney movie. It's a Disney movie. Although unlike most Disney movies, his parents don't die at the beginning. Uh, <laughs> which seems right. Like most it's Disney a common movies. Theme, start- it's a recurring theme. Yes. Yes. Let's make them um, orphans. <laughs> but um, it was a fun little movie. You know, and a complete opposite of the kind that Yvonne was talking about before. This is not a serious movie. This movie will not particularly make you think, you know, it's not like profound in any particular way, but it's a fun little movie, you know, it's got cartoons and like for, for, for Gen Xers like Yvonne and I, 
Yeah, it's got old video games. I mean, Q-Bird is in the fucking Q-Bird, thing. Q-Bird is in the movie, yes. <laughs> yeah, what we got, I, I'm looking at the movie poster for it and Sonic is in it. The little yep. ghosts from Pac-Man are in it. You yep. know, all, all this kind of stuff and they make cameo appearances and and it's fun. It's, it's, it's stupid and fun and, you know, it also sort of pulls on your heartstrings at certain moments. But it's sort of the cheap pulling at your heartstrings, you know. It's like there's a certain point in time. There's a certain point in time where you're supposed to be sad and worried, and then everything works out, and you're happy, and you know that's fine. (laughs) You know, it's a good movie. I liked it. Yes, uh, I I I gotta admit, I I like I watched it uh, myself as well, and I liked it. And and you know, this is uh, again, this is the kind that. Yes, it's ostensibly made for kids, but it is also made so that your their parents will enjoy it too. You know, it's it's aimed at all ages and that it's a fun family movie that everyone can watch together. And so yeah, I'll give that a thumbs up. Well, by the way, you just mentioned something that I've I forgot to mention when we're talking about streaming and the CEO of Disney. Yeah. That the guy who just got fired didn't understand that adults also watched those movies mm. which that's that that was like a few people said talk about a blind spot how could you not know this you know i mean you know we that, watch so that's, many of these movies that's like key to the formula for like so yes. many of these yeah it's, it's like successful yeah you have if you make a kids movie that 5 year olds love but adults can't stand Oh, the parent, the parents are not going to be happy playing it for their five-year-olds. No, not at all. They're going to be figuring out how not to play this damn thing. Exactly. And so the ones that really hit that sweet spot are the ones that work on multiple levels that, you know, your five-year-old will appreciate it. Your 10-year-old will appreciate it. Your 15-year-old will appreciate it. And your, your parents at that are much older than that will also appreciate it. Those are the ones that like are the big ones that everybody remembers and everyone has fun with, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't have a lot more to say about it. Like, like thumbs I said, up. it's not profound thumbs up. Yeah, yeah, definitely thumbs up. But I mean, what else can you say about a movie like this? You know, like I said, it's not profound. It's not like the, the, oh my God, this deserves like a thousand awards, but it's a fun thing that you can watch alone or with your family or whatever and enjoy it. You know, turn your mind off for a couple hours and have fun. Yes, indeed. I, I, I agree. Agreed. Okay. Um, Back to you. Do you have another one that's right off the top of your mind, or should I pick one from the list that you mentioned back in June? Well, hang on one second. Let me see. I'm gonna I gotta look at the list. Hold on. Uh Sam, Sam, Sam. The very top what? one's an Yvonne. Um I didn't talk about this movie already. You did not talk about you you mentioned you had seen it, but you did not give it a review. So go for it. Okay, if you so, don't have something. All else. right, so okay, I'll I'll go into this. So I wow, it's been out that long. Um, okay, so the movie is Inception, two thousand ten. Okay, and I have never seen this movie. I've heard of it, uh, of course, but I have not seen it. it. 
it the movie's uh main uh plot point is these people have developed technology to be able to share dreams okay okay um so you can you can and 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 not just not just that you can be in a dream with people you know say you and I could be in a dream but that that you learn how to create worlds in the dream and that you can stay in the dream for what it feels like in the dreams for years. Okay. And you don't have to come out in the dream until you choose to do so. Okay. So people sometimes stay there for like uh, a long time, but, but, but it's like, I mean, you, you, you know, you're losing touch with reality. So it, it's, it's really messed up in, 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 a, in, a, in a certain way, but you could create, Inside inside the dream, you one person can be the one that's creating this world around you that you're sharing in the dream. And so it's really it's 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 really, you know, kind of messed up in certain ways, but it's really cool. And so the one thing is that this guy, there's a couple of guys that specialize in doing this. And one of the things is that there is this very rich guy who wants to uh have this other very rich guy who was inheriting his father's company, uh, break up his corporate empire. And what he wanted them to go into his dreams. And it is, and it was like implant an idea in order for them to, to do that. And that's why the movie is called inception because that's what he said. But so, you know, it, it, it was related to the dream. Um, okay. and so, what they did is that uh, they 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 set up for the guy to be forced to have to fly commercial from Los An- from Sydney to Los Angeles, okay, in a seven forty seven, and they gave the guy something that he fell asleep, and they connected him to the machine, and they basically manipulated his dreams in there, and they went into the one thing is in a dream you can have dreams within the dreams, okay. okay. We should go into additional levels. Now, the one thing is that time, then as you go into each level deeper, is becomes exponentially longer, okay, compared to real time. Okay, okay. So it could feel down there that decades happen during hours, for example. Oh, okay. So like in, in the bottom layer of the dream, you like live a whole lifetime and then yeah. you wake up and like five minutes has passed in the, in the layer above that or something. Right. And, but, but the biggest thing that happens is that when people stayed in those dreams for so long, if when they came out, they started having difficulties uh, uh, differentiating, is this a dream or is this reality? And so one of the key things that happened, spoiler alert, in the movie is that uh, the 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 protagonist of well god what's his name uh dicaprio he was married to somebody and they had they had spent a long time in this dream world um but they had kids and they said look we need to come out because we we can't we can't be here like forever um and she for some reason when she came out kept thinking that the reality was a dream and and the only way to wake up was to in the dreams. Actually, it was kind of like you you either like well, what are the ways to try to like kill yourself in the dream? Mm. And she wound up in this thing where no, we're we're still in the dream. We need to come out. And she 
she committed suicide. Okay. And it, and it was just in real life, not in a damn dream. Um, right. So, because uh, she thought the reality was the dream. The dream. Right. Right. So that's the danger of that entire thing. So, um, anyway, the movie, you know, uh, had an ending that left you a little bit like not sure whether it was a dream or a reality was happening at the end. It left you, I, you know, it left you. You think it is, but are you sure? You know, so it left you with that. You're, you're not sure. Um, it was a very well made movie. The plot was very good. The, the the action scenes and everything that happened in the movie was really good. I, I give it a thumbs up. I, I I just think it was just very creative. The entire, uh. Yeah, this entire, you know, concept of being able to share uh, a dream state, you know, with somebody else, Uh, because when you're I'm in a dream, I mean, there's been many times where I've been in dreams that people I know are in them. Right. And it feels Mm -hmm. like, you know, like we're sharing something, whatever. And I wake up and realize, well, I'm not. That would be quite interesting if that could be possible. If you think about it. I mean. Maybe yeah. it will be. I mean, I don't know. Maybe this isn't bullshit. You have the like electrodes atta- attaching yeah. your brains or something. Yeah. 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 So, so anyway. I'm in. Uh, thumbs up. Okay. Really good movie. I highly recommend it. Uh, Inception. Leo DiCaprio is a star. By the way, you know, he's a very versatile actor. He's done so many different things. He's good in this movie as he has been in so many other things. So. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, I haven't watched it. I, I will. I believe it's already on my list, but I'll add it again, and maybe someday. In well, the, the one next that I thought that I hadn't mentioned that that also we needed to add was, but I told. Well, I think I covered that movie here. Well, I told you, you need you you have not watched Tenet, and that one is more up your alley. Uh, you need to watch Tenet. 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 T e n e t. Oh, yeah, the 2021. Yeah, yes, you have talked about this before. I will add it yet again. I think you reviewed this on the show a while. I did review it on the show. You need to watch it, though, is what I'm saying. That one needs to somehow crawl through your list at some point. Yeah, at because my that rate, I will, I will, yeah, I, I add movies to the list much faster than I watch movies. Um, and, you know, maybe if they stopped making new movies in a couple thousand years, I'd catch up. Oh, well. We're in good shape then. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I will, I will be working on this through the centuries, and we'll eventually like watch all these movies. It sounds good. Sounds or maybe good. I'll accelerate at some point. I have gone through periods. Like I'm looking at my list right now, and I actually watched, uh, like five movies in August, something like that. Like, like it went like one a week, like over the summer. Uh, but then you know I didn't watch any for a long time. You know, like, so, and then I, I like months without, and then, uh, yeah. So I did, I did watch, uh, a, a new one a couple of weeks ago, but I'm not ready to talk about it. Oh my God. Last weekend. Cause I have to w- look, do them in order. I have to do them in order. All right. Well, you know? go to the next in your order. What do you got? So it, 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 is it my turn again? Yes. Okay. Uh, Godfather part two. Godfather Part Two. Holy smokes! Yeah. Now, wow. I wa- now on a show that you are not here for, where 
Alex and I did the entire show and we talked about a whole bunch of movies. I talked about Godfather part one, uh, which I also watched this year for the first time ever. Um, you know, I, I had seen part and I won't re review Godfather one, go back to the episode about that if you care. Um, but, uh, I, I had seen bits and pieces and of course heard things through the cultural zeitgeist, but I had never watched any of the Godfather movies from beginning to end. Um, uh, a few months ago, I reviewed Godfather part one, Godfather part two here um, is the one I watched it in. When was it? Um, in August at the beginning of August, I mentioned how okay. I watched lots of movies in August. Um, bottom line, I felt like it deserved its reputation. Both Godfather part one and part two are sort of classics. Uh, I've mm-hmm. heard, Godfather Part Three is a little down from that, but yeah, I haven't watched that yet. Um, but uh, I, I, I liked it; it kept my attention. Alex was not as impressed; he didn't like all the criminals <laughs> and the killing and blah blah blah. You know, but uh, um, but yeah, and I, I will mention, Yvonne, the one thing I said about the Godfather Part One that I was disappointed you were not on the show when I saw it. But I had, you know, I I had heard tell of this but not having seen this movie i I, especially for part one less so for part two but the entire movie i couldn't stop thinking about how much young al pacino looked like our friend al from college (laughs) oh my god well yeah well when he wasn't i i i saw a picture of him recently now he looks totally like harold ramis our, uh, Al Pacino or our or our, our, our friend Al, Al. <laughs> our <Okay>. friend Al. <laughs> he he's packed on a lot of pounds. Anyway, but the point was like I I was just like I kept thinking, oh my god, I know it. I had back when we were in college, people mentioned you look like Pacino, but I never yes, he, never seen the movie. So yeah, 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 his face definitely as a young Pacino. Yes, indeed, yes. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, young Al, our like young Al Pacino. Um, but yeah, so no, I, I, I like the second movie. There were cultural references. Like, you know, I, all the, uh, everybody was always talking about like comparing like, um, uh, Eric Trump to Frito. And I didn't, oh, yes. really, I, I didn't really <laughs> understand, understand the reference. Now you do. <laughs> yes. Now you do. I mean, I knew it was like the dumb brother or whatever, but you know, but now, now you I totally understand. Now I totally understand the reference, and you know, um, so I, I present. I'm not like giving a plot synopsis because I, I assume I'm like the last one in the universe who hasn't seen this movie. Um, <laughs> but you know, basically, it's it's the middle of three movies talking about the Corleone crime family and their exploits. Um, and, uh, in this one, the, the Al Pacino character is the head of the family and he's sort of cleaning up all kinds of loose ends, including brother Frito, uh, Frito. Yeah. Frito. Fredo. Uh, Fredo. 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 Not, not like the chips, not like Frito. Right. No, Fredo. It's a, Fredo. It's Fredo. Fredo. Um, yeah. And, and look, I, I liked it. It was very well done. It's, you know. Like it's it won a bunch of awards. I guess it didn't make quite as much money as the first one or as many awards, but you know it, it deserves it. It's a good movie. It's part of the American zeitgeist. If you haven't watched it, you probably should. This is one of the ones that I'm sort of catching up on. And oh, by the way, this was from the the AFI list 
the uh, the the list of the hundred best movies of the first hundred years of movies that came out like thirty years ago that I've not 30 years. Well, almost <laughs> it's like 20 years ago or something came out that I've been slowly working my way up. Uh, and actually Godfather two came up on the list and I was like, I can't watch two without watching one first. So I watched one and then I watched two and, um, yeah, they're both really good. I don't know. What are, what are your thoughts? You, you've watched them obviously. I, I as a matter of fact, I was recently rewatching, um, the end of Godfather One because it came up on TV. No, it no, they're v- very well made movies. I mean, and the thing is, the, the one thing is, there's so many things that people in regular conversation just reference. just bring, reference them. Yes, that it's kind of like hard to, you know, it, it's it it definitely the references work a hell of a lot better if you've watched a movie. Okay, but it's but it's also it's amazing how many of those references still endure basically 50 years after the damn movies were were, were released. Mm -hmm. I mean, this isn't the movie that got released like two, three years ago, the movie from 50 years ago that we regularly a lot of people make references about on a regular basis. Um, And so, yeah, I mean, I I think they're they're very well made. Uh, I think they covered a lot of, um, you know, in a fictionalization, obviously, a lot of things that happened, you know, it during that era, like covered, like what happened in Cuba, the move to, you know, the, 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 how right. the, the, the mafia a, moved. A portion the- of what happened in Godfather 2 was in Cuba right as the revolution was happening. Right. And it also showed like certain things like fictionalized, uh, uh, that were actual events. Like, for example, there was this thing about a gold telephone that was given to to Fulgencio Batista, which I, I if I remember correctly, they depicted in the movie, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, at the time and some other events like that and how how he fled, you know, when, when the collapse of Cuba happened and so forth. And, you know, that there were definitely gambling interests of the United States that were there that were in cahoots with the government and that when it collapsed, they definitely lost a lot of money. So that was like totally true. Now, they they wrapped a, a narrative around this, you know, fictional family around it to to add to it. But yeah, but it was based on, you know, stuff that really happened. So it was it's it's really cool to watch the the movie and a lot of those events as they happen and so forth. Hell, well, the first one I talk, you know, you had the stuff related to World War, to the World War because yep. Al Pacino served as a soldier in in the war as well. So, uh, and how his family was like upset that that he went to serve in the war as well. You mean Michael Corleone? Yeah, the oh, character yeah. served in the war. Yeah, I don't I don't know if Al did himself too. I don't. Yeah, no, but the character, yes. Uh, and his brother was really not happy about it. Yeah. And and speaking of sort of these things remaining in what people talk about, um, I had seen this and, and, and tying it into the streaming stuff too. Uh, this last summer, Paramount Plus premiered a, a show called The Offer, which was a limited miniseries on the making of The Godfather. 
Okay. And I'm not talking about one of these behind the scenes, the making of sort of things where they show talk about the director and blah, blah, blah. And, in in you know, behind the scenes footage of the creation. No, this was an act. It's an actual mini series about the process of the writing of the novel and the, and the making of the novel into the movie and blah, blah, blah. And how the author, Mario Puzo, who wrote the novel that the, screenplay was based on and i guess he was involved uh with the making of a screenplay as well mm-hmm. um how he was actually like his actual mob connections that allowed for the creation of this and the back and forth between like him convincing the mob not to go after him for making this and blah 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 and how he would make them look all this kind of stuff and i don't know all the backstory of the creation of this uh but apparently so th- just this june there was a series based on all this Godfather stuff uh, on Paramount Plus, premiering premiered April twenty eighth of this year. Amazing! That, no, no idea. I don't, I don't have Paramount Plus. I've actually refused. It's called to. the Offer. I, I, I've refused to, to to. I have Paramount Plus. I got it because there, there was something I was watching that it was only available on there, and I'm like, fuck it, I'll get it. Like, yeah, could, I couldn't even buy it on Apple, but I could. I mean, I almost, I mean, I almost went and like subscribed to it, but I, I, I resisted. Okay, so anyway, thumbs up, Godfather Part Two. Um, okay, we've each done two. Should we wrap it up and have a short show, or should we each do one more? I think we can wrap it up and have a short show. I think I'm I'm okay with that. You yeah. know, we've had enough shows. Our target is between 90 minutes and two hours, but we've had a stretch where we haven't been under two hours in a while. So it's only fair to have a show under two hours to balance that off. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. agreed. So we are done. You you will have to wait for my review of the of the Mitchells versus the machines and a, a movie and the book history of lewis county kentucky wow i i, I okay. know you can't wait for either I, I, i'm tingling as you do yes okay with that let's do the stuff at the end uh com. you can see our emails our facebook our twitter for so long as twitter exists well not our Twitter collectively. I never made one for the show. My my Twitter and Yvonne's Twitter. And uh, yeah, yeah. You contact us. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you want us to talk about. If we have another slow week like this, we'll take requests. <laughs> yes. And um, if you really like the show, you can go to our Patreon from there. You know, click on the little link for Patreon and give us some cash. We love cash. Cash is great. Yes. Cash is great. Nobody, um, nobody here is going to reject cash. Nobody, nobody will reject cash. Um, and if you, and yeah, and if you give us cash, postcard, mug, mentioning you on the show, blah blah blah, different levels. At two dollars a month or more, 
Or if you just contact us and ask nicely, we will invite you to our Convergence Corner Slack where Yvonne and I and a bunch of our listeners are sharing links and talking about the news of the day and all of that kind of stuff. We've got some regulars that are in there all the time. We've got a few other people who pop in irregularly. We would love more of you, whether you're either the pop in once a month type or whether you're the I'll be there all the time type. Uh, We'd love to have more of you. Uh, So Yvonne, well, since since we're since we're on short anyway, two things, two things that we have Fuck, talked I about. I only on... prepared one thing. Okay, <laughs> fine. I'll have to go to two. Two okay. things. All right, I you, go. That with we two. have talked about on the Commission Score Slack that we have not talked about on the show. Go. There is a a sculpture of Elon Musk's head on the body of a flying goat, set to be unveiled at a Texas Tesla factory. The sculpture is an offering by the founders of cryptocurrency. Wait, wait, wait. Yvonne, Elon, Yvonne, Yvonne, Yvonne. Token. That's a sculpture? I thought it was just a picture of Elon. No, it's a sculpture. Oh. And the reason why, I, I, well, the way that we, you know, Bob found article related to this, because what happened is that I, I saw this thing on Twitter where somebody drove past this truck that said Elon Goat something in the back. And then you see uh, 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 this head of Elon on a goat attached to a rocket. It's just the most twisted, bizarre thing you've ever seen. And I was like, what the hell? And so, yeah, so this is what that is. I'm just these people, seriously. And, um, and then, uh, uh, well, one that I just found like this evening that speaking of, you know, uh, one of our listeners had shared that, uh, the, uh, uh, Bankman fraud, the, the guy, uh, now, who, which, uh, which one, Yvonne, you mentioned Bob, you might as well give a first name for the person who shared the other. Uh, one. Was it Bruce? That was Bruce. Yes. There you go. Bruce shared something about Bankman fraud, uh, uh, SBF that, that we talked yeah, about last SBF, week. SBF that, that 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 you know he did do. He was one of the top political donors uh, to Democrats in the recent cycle. Yeah, and, and and we had mentioned he was donor to a whole bunch of nonprofit causes that were right. potentially going to have issues because meeting because budget because they'd counted his money, counted on his money. But yeah, he he donated to a bunch of Democrats too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but but then it, it it came to light tonight that just a few weeks before the bankruptcy, that uh, FTX US donated one million to a super PAC aligned with Mitch McConnell in October. Huh. So apparently, uh, so he was playing both sides. Yeah, which is you know, you which is typical get. for major companies, rich yeah. people, everybody. They, like, they play both sides. They're, they're just like, trying they're just trying to buy influence and whoever right. they think is most likely to be able to do something back for them that they will enjoy. They will put the money right. They, they will put, put the, the money, money in there. Exactly. And, and and this we we've talked about like the whole political corruption blah 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 and how at this point like all the laws have been weakened so much that you practically need a written contract to get somebody for like bribery or whatever. Uh, there has to be a straight up quid pro quo. There has to be a a straight up clear provable 
you know, you can't like pretend. Yeah, they're, they're, it's really hard now to prove that kind of thing. But while meanwhile, the regulations surrounding campaign finance have been loosened. So you have these super PACs, you've got dark money, you've got this, you've got that, you've got all kinds of different ways for people to flood money into the system in ways that maybe officially isn't supposed to influence what people do, but maybe it does. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So anyway. Yes. Anyway. So, yeah. Was there more? No, that's it. (laughs) Okay. Um, I guess we're done then. Thank you, everybody. Have a great week. And uh, we'll talk to you again next time. And, you know, because we talked about how slow and calm things were, I'm sure the moon will explode before next week. And we'll have lots to talk about next time. Well, yeah, we would, wouldn't we? We're still alive. Or we'd be dead. Right. Yeah. So, uh, if anybody, well, that, that, that dream machine from inception then could come in useful. If, if anybody out there is currently planning on blowing up the moon, please hold off. Yeah, please stop. There, okay, there is a right. TikToker I follow who one of their sticks is how they're advocating to nuke the moon. Are they friends with Marvin the Martian? Probably. Okay. Anyway, thanks, everybody. Have a great week. We'll talk to you next time. Goodbye. Bye.